The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Perfecting the love walk. This is not a suggestion to love. This is a command to love. So you're under a new commandment, and that's commandment of love. If you fulfill that commandment, then you've settled all the other commandments. Over in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, but faith worketh by love. And I'm telling you, you are not going to rise any higher than your love walk. Power of love will turn around anything. Our love made perfect. What does that mean, perfect mean? This, this is a subtitle of this particular teaching. Perfected, perfecting the love walk. That's the subtitle. Now, this is a whole series on the power of love. So here's the line. Here's the line. Here's the line. I'm perfecting the love walk. What do I have to do? I got to walk this line. Now it's narrow and I got to walk this thing. Why? Because if I can walk this, the wicked one can't touch me. If I can walk this now, say amen to this. Now, how do I know I'm walking this? John chapter 14, verse 21. He that has my commandments and keeps them, it's he that loves me. And he that loveth me shall be loved what? Of my father and I'll love him and what will I do to him? So I got to keep the commandment of love and stay on this line. Now, what do I got to do? I got to love my enemy. Now, that doesn't mean that you are not in the military and you don't go to war. You go to war and you can't shoot anybody. No, 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 no. That, that, the, the, the military has been ordained of God to put down evil. The thing you can't do with that gun is hate. Big difference. This man one time said, the Lord spoke to him, told him, I want you to get a transfer. I'm transferring you back to the United States. And the guy wondered, what is he doing? He said, Lord got here and started praying and fasting and asked the Lord, why did he transfer him back from his unit out there? The Lord said, because you were beginning to hate those people. <laughs> See, hate will get you where? Off the, come on, come on, come on. It'll get you off the line. If I'm off the line, I'm vulnerable. Anywhere off the line, left or right, is Babylon. And Satan, the tempter, is tempting you, come off. He's trying to get you off the line. Why? So he can do what he wants to do with you. Your job is to stay on the line, stay with the grace of God, and that you will make it to your wealthy place, the place that God has ordained for you to be in a position of leadership in a certain area, in a certain industry, in a certain time, so that people will see the God in you and be led by you like they were with Joseph. I don't care where you are, whether you're in school or I don't care you work. I don't care where you are. You have the love line. I got to walk this. Now, I haven't talked about love also not only protects, but it corrects. There's a way you treat your kids. You see, if, if a person... 
puts God behind their kids, their kids are vulnerable. I love my wife, but I don't love her as much as I love God. I dare not. She becomes an idol if that's the case. I love my kid. I don't love them as much as I love God. I don't care what's happening with them. If God tell me to do this, this is what I'm going to do. Because I know if I stay on that line, everybody's going to be cool. He's not going to deliver me. He's going to deliver my family. The trick of the devil is to get you to look at your child and put your child before God. And if you just did that, that child is so vulnerable, it's, it's, it's a mess. The love walk. Most powerful thing in the new life. Because faith works by it. That's what I'm saying. And you got to watch what you say because most times your speech is what gets you in trouble. Hallelujah. And it, it works to pull you off that line. It's, it's not a, a rapid pull. It's a, a seduction. Yes. Somebody said, well, you just, you just nitpicking. Now, <laughs> if you ain't nitpicking, you coming off. Amen. You being drawn off. You better start nitpicking. Amen. is on that. That power will flow through you like water. You stay in love. Bible says Jesus had compassion on them and healed everybody. The two times that you see that the power of God is working and Jesus commented and said, no, no, no greater uh, power or whatever have you, uh, uh, no greater faith that I've seen that in these people, one of them was a centurion. You remember the centurion? That was one of them, both of them in Matthew's gospel, but one of them was centurion. And he said, hey, I've not seen any great faith like this and so forth and so on. Why? Because he was not concerned about getting something for him. That centurion was concerned about his servant because that is loving your neighbor. And when you do that and put other people before you like that, now the maximum power begins to kick in. Love don't deal with what you can give me. Love deals with what I can give you. Love deals with what, it doesn't deal with tangible how many cars you got. It deals with what's your heart. It deals with what's inside of you. It deals with what you really think about me. And they don't want to deal with that. Because when they deal with that, all of a sudden, the church is going to come together on Sunday morning. And it's not going to be the most racially separated time in the week. Why? Because we didn't dealt with love. We have dealt with all the bitterness that can be in somebody's heart. Put it up there, please, again. Hebrews chapter 12. Follow peace with all men and, and, full, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Watch this. Looking diligently, lest any man fall of the grace of God, of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up, what it will do, trouble you, and thereby what? Many be defiled. Many be defiled. 
So here's a woman, she has a hard divorce and so forth, and, and she, she, she was going through it, and, and she told her relatives about the guy, and, and then her relatives don't even know the guy, but they can't stand the guy, they hate the guy, and, and so forth, or it could be vice versa, come on now. Or, or let's say it's not to do with marriage, it's got to do with racial stuff, it's got to do with the supervisor, it's got to do, come on, a root of bitterness in somebody springing up. Not only does it trouble you, but it troubles the people around you. Why? Because they're eating of the fruit of your bitterness. And I'm telling you, you can take a whole race and put them down with that and keep that race mad at another race to the point that they're bitter and they're hostile and so forth and so on. And I'm telling you, the church is a new race of people. The Bible says any man that is in Christ is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. A new race of being. Let that not be once named against you. Your loving people is not a suggestion. It is a command. The devil knows what he wants. He wants to get you off that path. Why? Because he can attack your child. He can attack your job. You get on that love line and stay there. Now here comes the tempter trying to draw you out. Well, they, you know, they don't like you down there. They're prejudiced, you know. You tell the devil, I love them. I love them and I'm going to pray for them and love them. This ain't, this ain't being preached. It's not being preached because it's not popular. I'm telling you folks, there's a place that the church is supposed to be not only in just dominion, but in terms of authority that they have not risen to because they have not dealt with this thing of love. We're going to deal with it. The power of love. Folks, when you got your love walk together, you'll even be able to see revelation that you've never seen before. Let me, let me show you, let me show you that one. Praise God in heaven. I feel my Cheerios here. Praise God. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2. Oh, this is good. Let's start at the beginning of that. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus the righteous. He, and he is the propitiation of for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God, what? Perfected. See, he knows that if you keep his word, that this love's going to have to come out to you for you to stay there. David's, uh, Joseph's brothers mistreated him, but he kept the love walk. They sold him as a slave down in Egypt. 
but it didn't let bitterness grow in his heart. Mrs. Potiphar came after him and, 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 and began to try to get him to lie with me. What did he do? He fled. He got in prison. He wasn't down there belly aching. You know that, that heifer, I'm telling you, she so forth and so on. Y'all told me to tell it all. Did you tell me to tell it all? But notice he didn't do that. Why? Because he's going to walk the love line. And I'm telling you, once you make up your mind that it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer and decide to fix it, guaranteed what he's held back, recompense is going to come in your life. Because your hate has kept your recompense out. He that saith he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness, even until now. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And he that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. That's why they could, couldn't catch Jesus. Because he didn't care what you did to him, he still loved you. He'll turn over your cash register and still love you. But he that hateth his brother is in what? Darkness. And walketh where? In darkness. And knoweth not whether he goeth because that darkness has what? Has blinded his eyes. You hate your brother and you won't pick up revelation out of this word. I could preach to you until your nose turned green and you still won't pick up any revelation. Why? Because you still got the hate and you got to get rid of the hate. You got to get rid of it. You got to say, wait a minute. I know this happened. I know that happened, but I got to love this brother. Now God is a just God and he won't work recompense, but he won't work recompense if I'm out of covenant alignment. For me to resist the devil, I got the first drawn out of God. Yes. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. And when I draw out of God and resist the devil, what will the devil do? Flee from me. And I'm telling you right now where the devil's been holding money for you, the, the scripture says if the thief be found, he's going to have to pay you what? Sevenfold if he be found. Now, he's going to be found and pay you if you're walking in love. See, you can't do that, man. Put it up there again, Mark chapter 11. Am I okay? Yes. Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. Just put it up there one more time. Glory to God. Say, I'm perfecting my love walk. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For verily I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass, he going to have what? Whatsoever Whatever you say. Is that for you and me? Yes. I, I didn't hear it loud enough. Yes. Is that for you and me? All right, look at the next verse. Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you what? Receive, Receive them and you shall what? Have. Are those things for the church today? Yes. Next verse. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have aught, keep going, against, against any, that your Father which is in heaven may do what? Forgive you your trespasses. So he said over in Matthew chapter 11, he's, uh, chapter 18, it's impossible that offenses are going to come. Right. Amen. If you save, the devil hates you. Amen. 
He hates your guts. He hates your family. He hates everything about you. So if he could just get you upset about any little thing and get off that love line, now your faith won't work. Am I right about it? All right, let's wrap this up. Luke chapter 15, go over there. Glory to God. (laughs) Amen. Oh, no, people, they don't want you to do this. They don't want to be mad, want to stay mad at somebody. Oh, no, them people, you know, I don't know. Okay, so what? Now, what you get, if you save, you're going to have to go before Jesus. And if you go before Jesus, you're going to stand up there, and I dare you to say this. You know what they did to me. He ain't going to say he ain't going to answer you. He don't care. He's not, he's not concerned But one thing, your reward. And your reward is going to be based on your actions. It's not going to be based on what they did to you. And they might have did something really bad. He's going to judge them. But you're going to be judged based on how you responded. Now, you can say what you want, but this is a resurrection message. This is a message that, come on, that you need to rise up inside of you because I got a feeling your promotion is right around the corner. I got a feeling, come on, come on, God's trying to give you a, a, a man. Come on, he, come on, come on. You've been praying for a husband. God got one right around the corner, but you're going to have to get your love walk together now. Time it gets close, you get mad at somebody. Go on, I don't like you. Well, you gotta stop that. God's got something for you that is gonna be the best thing that ever happened to you. Now, you watch it when you leave here. Watch the tempter. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, I'm not prophesying, but watch the tempter. Watch something come up. He's gonna give you an opportunity to walk in love. And if you give it away, it's going to grow. Come on. If you give it away, it's going to grow some more. If you give it away, it's going to grow some more. And pretty soon, nothing will affect you. Now, you're ready to get married. You're ready for, you're ready for a new promotion. You're ready. Come on. twisted that stuff and put on there what you want and what you want to see in Ferguson, Missouri, and so forth, and all that's fine. But how many people heard the Attorney General's report on what happened? Yes. See, a lot of people go, they didn't push that on TV. Yes. They didn't push that. They, they watch, watch the spin. Injustice, but the injustice comes when you got them people down there and the church won't rise up and get down there and get them people out of the mess that they're in. That's the injustice. Well, you got a man here that's gonna do that because we're gonna we gonna mobilize. We're gonna every hot spot, we're gonna take it. Amen to that. If God say the same, we're gonna mobilize. Boy, I'm preaching better than you saying amen. Now, don't let the news media pull you off the line. Get you to wagging your tongue the wrong way because Babylon will always give you something to say. But so will your prophets. All right, last place, Luke chapter 15. Lord, have mercy. Prodigal son. 
took the, took the money from his dad, took the inheritance, went to a far country, spent all that he had, riotous living, then lost all of it. Now he's getting a job feeding hogs, uh, you know, living on leftovers <laughs> and uh, so forth. Now he comes to himself. All right. Let's see where we are. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants in my father's have bread enough to spare and I'm perishing with hunger. I'm going to rise. I'm going to go back to my father and I'm going to say to him this, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Now I'm no more worthy to be called your son. So make me as a hired servant. Just put me in the house like one of the other servants. And he arose, he came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion on him. Say compassion. compassion. He ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. I really believe that what made him come to himself is the father had somebody to pray. There's somebody to pray for him. You didn't get here by yourself. God has somebody interceding. Because intercession is an act of love. You can't pray for folk you hate. I don't care who they are. And look what he says next. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm not even worthy to be called your son. And the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe, not the one on sale. Bring forth the best robe. I just threw that in there myself. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Watch this. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Now, all of that you'll see in Scripture. Scripture always defines itself. But a ring on his hand, if you look at Esther, in the book of Esther, chapters 3 and 4, you'll see where this wicked guy named Haman, he wanted to kill all the Jews. And he made a deal with the king, Ahasuerus, and the king passed on to him his ring. Mm-hmm. And when you get the ring, it's like a carte blanche. It's like, it's like a no limit account. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever this ring hits this order, the authority has to be cast out, carried out. So notice what the father did. He gave him a ring. Yes. Now this is a boy that his brother said been living with prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any difference. Spent a little time in jail. Didn't make any difference what he did. Right. Because once you come back to the Father, yeah. Yeah. then Isaiah 43 and verse 25 takes over. Once you come back to the Father, it says this, I, even I, am blotting out your transgressions for my own sake. And I will never, ever remember your sins. I don't care where you were, what you did, how you acted, whether you was on the street selling cocaine or prostitute. Got good news for you. Come back to the Father. He cleanses everything. You got a brand new start because you're going to get a brand new heart. I won't go all the way down. But his brother was out in the field working. Came to the house, heard music and dancing. Said, what's going on? 
They say, your brother has come home. He was lost, he's found. He was dead, he's alive again. Right. And the brother got mad. You will find that condemned people condemn people. You'll find them always talking down on people. They can't say anything good. Why? Because they are condemned themselves. You give out what you are. Now get some love off in there. What do you do? He says, son, please come in. Don't do your brother like that. He said, you don't understand. He slept with prostitutes. And I did everything right. But you didn't never give me a party. Son, don't you understand now? You don't have to live by what you do. You're not under the law anymore. You're under grace now. So I'm here to tell you right now, we're getting on the love line. And we're going to stay on it. Perfecting the love walk. This is not a suggestion to love. This is a command to love. So you're under a new commandment. And that's commandment of love. If you fulfill that commandment, then you've settled all the other commandments. Over in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, but faith worketh by love. And I'm telling you, you are not going to rise any higher than your love walk. Power of love will turn around anything. Stay on the line and walk in God's agape love to overcome any temptation that may arise to hinder your faith in Pastor Winston's powerful, life-changing teaching, The Power of Love, Volume 1. To order on CD or DVD, contact us online at billwinston.org or by phone at 1-800-711-9327. We talked about the power of love. Now, this is a powerful series. This is a volume one, and this volume one is a three-disc series. Now, today's teaching is subtitled, Perfecting the Love Walk. Now, when we perfect our love walk, that means that we're on a line. Let's imagine that there's a line that you've got to walk. Now, that's, that's that love walk. Now, on both sides of that line uh, is, is temp- are temptations. I mean, it's designed to pull you off that line. Here you just made up your mind that you're going to get along with people and all of a sudden somebody draws you into an argument and so forth. And then on the other side is now we hating the person and then we angry and now we bitter. Now we gossiping about them and all that. All that'll get you off the line. And when the enemy gets you off the line, now he can keep your goods. He can keep you back from the wealthy place God has taken you. So you got to stay on that line. And when you stay on that line, you walk right in the footsteps of Jesus. I mean, success is yours. Now, remember, only love can conquer hate. Or the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, 21, we overcome evil with good. See, the tendency is to believe that, you know, if, if I can just retaliate against this person, so forth and so on, 
I, I can get to the scales balance and so forth. No, 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 no. That's not God's way. See, God will take care of yours. Only thing you do is you walk the love line. And when you walk the love line, God protects you. God sees it. He perfects you. He, he makes sure that you're guided the right way. He makes sure that nothing that comes against you will prosper, so forth. But all you have to do is walk the love line. Isn't that powerful? So our most important thing in life is to stay on the line. Glory to God. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you. Until next time, keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.